Hey, welcome back to the Field Trip Podcast. My name is Brent Terhune. Joining me for part two of Urban Legends is Mr. Robert Burrill. Robert, what's going on, man? Hey, not much. Excited to be back. Thanks for uh, for coming back on and and hopefully finishing and rounding out all these uh, urban legends. I'm I'm all set to go. I I just posted a, a photo on my Facebook and Instagram of what it's like when I podcast because I have two cats. Uh, at the house and I was uh, off getting a drink with my wife this morning and they're pretty clingy these cats because my wife always gives them treats and stuff so whenever we are home they mob us and so I have a picture of both of them on the table with me uh, right now as I <laughs> as I record so that's the closest I get to a live audience when I podcast yeah. my my two cats that's why I have a, a separate room that uh, f- first off I just have a bunch of uh horror figures in here uh, <laughs> and then then it's just uh I've, i spent time putting all this shit up so i'm not gonna allow cats in this room and it's it's the one room that they don't go in and then they're always waiting outside the door for some reason to run it they think there's the uh this is the area 51 for them and they want to run in and see what's going on and they they sometimes get in and it's a mm-hmm. big disappointment every single time <laughs> Yeah, I have I have a similar I don't have horror action figures. I have like political ones. So okay. like I have like a Robert Mueller toy and like, <laughs> you know, presidential bobblehead dolls. That's kind of the kitsch that I collect. And the cats are sort of the same way. They try to assassinate uh every world leader they can get their paws <laughs> on and I let my guard down and leave the door open. Can't believe they they assassinated Putin off the shelf. I mean, it's my own fault for naming them Lee Harvey Oswald and John Wilkes Booth. I should have probably uh, gone with something a little bit more peaceful, and maybe they wouldn't uh, wouldn't be uh, uh, as murderous. Those are your cats' names? No, that's a joke. They're actually. Okay, I, was, uh, I was really wishing that those were your <laughs> cats' names. <laughs> no, they're actually just uh, London and McCartney. I went cuter and musical with it. Okay, that's still not yeah. bad, but I. I just can't. I would love to see at the vet when they call John Wilkes Booth to the front, <laughs> and then just this chubby cat waddling over. And... <laughs> he he knocked Lincoln out of the balcony. That's how it, it happened. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it wasn't a gun. He just nudged him over <laughs> when Lincoln stopped giving him treats. Well, you you mentioned you posted a picture of your cats. Where can people find that? Uh, that is Instagram comedy. Um, on Instagram and then Facebook is just my name, Robert Burrill, B-A-R-I-L, and then Twitter at Robert Burrill two, the number two. Excellent. Uh let's get let's get in our urban legends. I let's think do it. Last time we we left off, I, I'm pretty sure, uh, with my home state, Indiana. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're gonna be talking about the 100 step cemetery uh is in the town of Brazil, which I've been I've been there. Uh, though the official address is actually disputed, uh, it's not clear when this uh, stories about the cemetery began uh, uh, being haunted, but there are gravestones that date back to the 1860s. Uh, the legend states that if someone finds themselves in the cemetery at midnight, they must climb the steps and count to 100. At this point, a ghost of an undertaker will appear and show the pers- person a vision of their death. On the way back down, the visitor is supposed to count the steps again, and if they count the same amount of steps, the vision was false. Interesting. 
This is like a very like ghost of Christmas future type uh, yeah. thing. It also seems like some sort of, I, I feel like this urban legend was brought to us by Big Fitbit or something. Like this also <laughs> seems like there's some sort of like workout regimen behind it, like a P90X kind of, well, in order, if you want to find out what your future is, you're going to have to take 100 steps exact. like, ah, mm -hmm. I think the Wisconsin urban legend is just a guy that took 100 steps in a day. <laughs> and his heart rate was, well, he died because of his <laughs> heart rate. He, he just died. Yeah, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that would be the most believable urban legend over there. Uh, uh, yeah. I I, I will say producer wife, because uh, I asked her before we we went on air, I was like, did you have mm. any urban legends? And she's not from Brazil, Indiana. She's from a different part of Indiana. But she had one that was similar. I think it was called 13 Graves. And it's similar. You you count certain steps in this graveyard. Uh, and her, her dad dropped all her friends off at the supposed cemetery. Uh, and they did that as kids. So it could be. Uh, it was all made up for that area. It could be like we we've taken the 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 100 steps thing and kind of made it our own all across the state, which I fit I feel like tends to happen with urban legends anyway. You know, there's there's a, a bunch of those uh, uh, bridges. You know, turn your lights off and and whatever. We talked about that last episode. You know, yeah, it almost seems like it's kind of like that with uh, drinks. Too, we're like, well, we'll take a screwdriver. We had a little bit of lime juice in it. We call that a a Tennessee, I don't know, pucker. <laughs> You're like, oh, well, that's just a screw. Yeah, but we added a thing. And then that's yeah. kind of the same with urban legends where it's like, yeah, you take 13 steps, but then you have to piss on a rock and then mm -hmm. a wolf will come. And if the wolf is gray, then you're going to die or, you know, whatever the shit is. But And in Indiana, we call that a wolf. <laughs> What so is, is she from Ecuador, Indiana, or San Salvador, <laughs> Indiana? Or uh, she is uh, just uh, people in Indiana. My my whole childhood, two doors down, I played with this kid named Kenny, and for some reason, he always the, like his whole family. They can't hit an L in a word, so it's a woof. And <laughs> uh, to I towed him, type, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Iowa, the Black Angel. Which uh, sounds like a great song for a metal band or a metal song. Sure. I'd, I'd go sure. see Black Angel. Mm -hmm. uh, it stands yeah. over eight feet tall in Oakland Cemetery in Iowa. Uh, Iowa City, rather. And uh, she is uh, black due to oxidation, most likely because of her dark appearance. Multiple legends have cropped up. One legend says that a pregnant woman should never walk under her or she'll lose the child. Others say that if you touch or kiss the statue, you'll be dead within six months. Uh, whether haunted, cursed, or completely harmless, the statue is definitely a somber sight to see. And yeah, it's a it's a black angel. It's pretty ominous. Interesting. Okay. So, so it's a... lose the child or die within six months. It's a very slow suicide. Exact or very cheap. Uh, uh reproductive rights there if yeah. uh, that's if they get rid of because i think iowa was once this is just me going political but like i think iowa the um they had a law they had, like abortion was legal and then the supreme court they got enough right-wing people on there to like overturn it so now they're not going to have it i mean except the black angel thank god that there's some sort yeah. of 
form of uh, contraception or not contraception, but reproductive uh, abortion. I'm just going to call it abortion. I think that's that's part of the problem is people just don't want to say the word. The word abortion from the jump. That's like if you ever had a joke about it, you, yeah. you, you've almost lost half the people right there. But I know for the Black Angel at cemetery in uh, Oakland Cemetery, they're they're uh, given pregnancy tests at the gate just to make sure. So, mm-hmm. but it's, if, it's also very difficult for the Black Angel to focus uh, on the the child that it's trying to kill because the cops also keep trying to pull it over. <laughs> ma'am, 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 in ma'am. the cemetery. <laughs> yeah, resisting. She's resisting. I, it looks like a statue to me. She's not following. <laughs> she's not following orders. <laughs> Finally, a statue they want to take down. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one statue yeah. in Iowa they want to take down Let's that's take really it funny. down yeah uh well well uh robert we are in kansas now we're in kansas oh boy. and we're yep. about to 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 visit the devil's chair Ooh, uh, i okay. like anything where it's devil's blank devil's backbone devil's curve that's that's anywhere like an 80s movie where they're going to hold the race to save the youth center as devil's whatever Yep, yep. Doesn't matter how Monday Devil's Knuckle, there's still an edge to it if it's the devil. <laughs> uh, the legend of the devil's chair goes uh, like this. An old farmer in uh, Alma refused to sell his land to the city in order to build a new cemetery. Someone got a little too tired of waiting for him to sell, so he was pushed into his own well. Eventually, someone said that there was a terrible smell coming from the well, so the city sent someone to investigate. It was ruled that the well was empty and it was boarded up. Now, if you make your way to Alma, you can actually sit on the boarded up well. But legend says that people who have sat on the well have been known to mysteriously disappear. Oh, OK. So how how long was this guy waiting to sell before someone was like, fuck it and just pushed him in the well? Like, yeah, I'd like push to him. know. Yeah, it- if it were Scooby-Doo, they'd try to scare him off the land. But somebody was like, enough of this Scooby-Doo shit. Push him down the well. Yeah. <laughs> like the next day. He's like, I put the thing in the mail. You're, you're going to be getting it. Like I. Yeah. He's like, well, I'll think about it. And then they just at, at about they just pushed him. This is taking yeah. too long. Or maybe it was his wife that was just fed up with his shit. And then they're like, what happened? She's like, oh, he wasn't selling fast enough. And he was uh, (laughs) murdered by the the people that wanted the land. Yeah, he liked to roller skate around the the well. You know him. Uh, So they never actually investigated if the body was in there. They were just kind of like, ah, it's it's all right. Just board it up. Yeah, it's empty. Let's uh, let's make a cemetery, apparently. Very lazy. Lazy police work in Kansas. Kansas <laughs> law and order is uh, he's missing. Well, our job here is done. Like I don't yeah. know if that's done. Done. Now, oh, good work. He's he's good police. <laughs> Closed another case. That's uh-huh. the opposite. It's still it's it's quite open. And Moving it doesn't, on. It doesn't really say the the legend of de- the devil's chair. It's a well. Like it's, yeah, I was about to ask where the chair even came into play. I, it just sounds cool. I guess that's. I'd still go with Devil's Chair and then sell T-shirts. I mean, go with Throne, I think, if you're going to, you know, Devil's Throne. I mean, yeah. if we're just making up stuff that he's sitting on, because it's just just the Devil's Camp Chair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's go uh, down south to Kentucky. The Goat Man of Pope Lick. All uh, right. I love I love a good weird name. Pope Lick. 
Hope Lick. There's no clear uh, consensus on how the goat man came to be. Again, one of those urban legend tropes. Uh, Some say he was a circus performer. Others say he was a farmer who tortured his goats for Satan and in return was transformed into a hideous goat monster. However, everyone does agree on his appearance. Dark fur, pale skin, goat legs, and horns. The monster is said to hide under the bridge at Pope Lick Creek in Louisville. That's how they say it down there. Louisville. Okay. To, uh, lure people in uh, onto the tracks only to see uh, see them be hit by oncoming trains. So I, I have heard of the goat man and, and Louisville. There's like a, a store that I haven't been to in a while, but they would have like different urban legend shirts. So I, for a while I had a, uh, uh, like the Louisville skyline and in the water, just a little bit poking out was the Loch Ness monster. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the goat man, I love the idea. It's uh, maybe he, t- he, t- he tortured goats for Satan or escaped from the circus. Yeah, like uh, either he was a very wicked, cruel man or just a victim of probably abuse. And then, yeah, you know, managed to escape the people that like, oh, it's it's the goat boy. <laughs> and in reality, he's just it's like an Italian girl that's just covered in hair. I don't want to be your goat no more. <laughs> yeah. And then what he uh, he. Uh, he gets credit for everyone that gets hit by a train or what was that hit by a car? Yeah. He sa- said h- to hide under the bridge at Pope Lick Creek and lure people onto the train tracks. So maybe that, you know, if he's putting candy on the tracks, I'm going to be his next victim. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was going to say I, the the fact that no one is attributing this to depression, you know, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Did, he, did he have, were there any symptoms of goat man? Oh, he was, he was, he was we found some dark fur on the train tracks right next to him. Yeah. <laughs> Pope uh, is also something they require of every Catholic uh, uh, choir boy. It's true. And I was yeah. a former Catholic. So mm-hmm. uh, it's it's in Indiana. We have somewhere called a French lick. So I love a, a place that's got the word lick in it always makes for the, the best uh, jokes absolutely yeah because but then again doesn't lick also mean to like hit somebody or i gave him a lick like "Ah, i licked exactly yeah or you could play a lick on a guitar that's yeah you're right you're right uh, i I think pope lick i don't think he's playing guitar (laughs) no lick lick with a guitar makes a little bit more sense to me like whatever you're making love to your instrument you're getting these beautiful sounds to come out of it but lick seems like a really weird application when you use it for like hitting somebody yeah I you know, like you you cross this line I'm, I'm gonna give you a lick like that's that could go either way i don't well, know if that and we've heard you know you've heard he he takes a licking and keeps on ticking you know yeah that's that's mm-hmm. just like mm-hmm. rhyming that's why that's yep. been around for a while you know yep yep uh the pope lick so then I'll, I'll, by the way, French Lick, home of uh, Larry Bird. So there you Interesting. go. Interesting. Yeah. I like, to, I like to be around for the last guy that tried to use Lick in that way. And then uh, I'm, I'm going to lick you. And like, what? Dude, come on. <laughs> no, I, I mean, hit you. That's not what you said. You didn't say hit. You want to kiss me? No, fuck. Uh, I'm going to lick you. Yeah. Yeah, you are. Where, where you want to lick, cowboy? Like, fuck, <laughs> shit. 
Yeah, I, I once once you realize you don't have you're not like verbally equipped anymore societies <laughs> you, you're stuck with your antiquated and now kind of <laughs> vaguely gay language to try to intimidate somebody and it's backfiring what's the matter you yellow i don't know let me lick you yeah yeah you cross me i'm gonna suck you off okay that's for <laughs> sure you have to know now hey that's where do i even... cross this guy at uh, <laughs> <laughs> what grinds his gears because that's what i'm looking to do yeah, yeah. How how can I upset this dude that really wants to finish me off? <laughs> uh, let's go to oh, Louisiana. Man. Hang on a second. I'm yeah. gonna make it. I'm gonna jot that down. That's that. I I might try that tonight at Camp Bar in St. Paul. That's really funny. You should. And that's it's yeah, important yeah. if you're not a comedian. It's important to take the time to write that down because I've had a plenty of ideas, and then I'll be like, I'll get it later, and then later I'm like, I don't even know what I was talking about. <laughs> Yeah, and that's usually the best stuff is the stuff where you're just riffing organically. And yeah, I'm I'm the same way too with my own podcast, Robert Burrell Live and Comedy Mainline, where yeah, you think, oh, that's fun. You know what? I'll I'll make a mental note to remember it. And then the next day you're like, what the fuck? Was it about a dog? Was it yeah, ah, wood, <laughs> a bird? Shit, there was a D in it. So well, thank you for uh letting me jot that down no or even worse i don't know if you've had where you wake up from a dream and you're like oh i gotta write this gold down and then in the morning you're like what does chicken rooster mean yeah 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 oh yeah absolutely uh well we're not uh we're not talking about the the elusive chicken rooster of louisiana just yet robert what we're talking about <laughs> is uh something called the grunch the Grunch? The Grunch, which I, I've not read this one, but I can't imagine it just it's just a a different Grinch. They're like, we need a thing to sell the tours. Let's call it the Grunch. It sounds like another word for like taint. Grunch. Like, uh, did you wash your grunch? No. <laughs> is it is that is that what you smell? I I gave him a gr a grunch punch. <laughs> I punched him right in the grunch and then he ran away. <laughs> uh Grunch Road. Or that sounds like a uh like it's something on Sesame Street. Like there's the grouch, but you don't want to piss off the grunch. Yeah, he lives on Grunch Road. Oh, don't go down <laughs> Grunch Road. Well, apparently it's an old dirt road that leads deep into the woods and eventually to a dead end. It was a favorite place for teenagers to go and do whatever teenagers do. So that's probably in a Bob Seger song. They're doing those stuff uh, down. Night there. moves. They're, They're doing yeah. some night moves. Yeah. Uh, until they learned about the grunch. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, the grunches uh, the, or the grunch are rumored to be a group of deformed half human, half monsters that resulted from years of isolation in the Louisiana bayous. This and might be my favorite one. Sorry. Yeah. This might be my favorite one. Go on. In the present day, it's said that if you find yourself on Grunch Road, don't go, uh, get out of your car if you see a goat who who looks injured. The stories say the Grunch, <laughs> the Grunch uses goats to lure people out of their cars so they can eat them and drain their blood. So Very it's like elaborate. A, like a, a group of half cannibals that have been so so far away from everybody that they've they they'll lure you in much like Jurassic Park where they they drop the goat out to get the 
whatever dinosaur I don't remember. They're they're dropping a goat out. Who's who's who stops their car is like oh a hurt goat. Yeah, yeah. I I think they're drastically overestimating how uh, into hurt goats they think horny teenagers are. <laughs> like oh I was gonna. I was going to finger my first girl, but I can't help but focus on that uh, <laughs> yeah. injured goat out there. I better go. Hang on, honey. I know. <laughs> I know we lied to our parents and had your brother drop us off. We put a lot of thought into this, and I'm totally I'm, I'm anxious to finger you. Trust me. I've been practicing all day, but I just I have to check on this goat first. The, the cries. I can't focus with the cries. <laughs> You're going to have to punch me in my grunch. <laughs> also why not just eat the goats yeah i that's that's a very good question you maybe can't tell me they're of, finicky they're tired of goats or maybe like once you start eating because you said cannibal right or are you just riffing on the other um, are they cannibals i think it, they said they were deformed half human half monster so if they're oh, half okay. human i guess they're half cannibal Sure. Well, and, maybe maybe because the goat's injured, the part of them that's not a monster is like, "Hey, I'm not a monster. All right, <laughs> this thing is injured. We'll just we'll just kill these teens that are trying to get laid." That's. I think we can all agree they need to die. The grunt sounds like something that lives under a bridge that stops the goats from going over to the other side. Yeah, yeah. Or it's it sounds like someone that would like cock block a fifteen year old. <laughs> ah, oh shit god damn grunch <laughs> the grunch yeah uh let's let's go to maine uh, up uh, uh stephen king country yeah uh, the mysterious stain on colonel jonathan buck's tomb uh the tomb of colonel jonathan buck in bucksport uh bears a mysterious leg-shaped stain the story goes that buck sentenced a woman to burn for witchcraft and while she was burning her leg rolled out uh, of the fire. It's also been said that the witch cursed Buck's tomb to always bear a stain for this injustice. It is said that people have tried to get rid of the stain twice, but stain, uh, but the stain keeps reappearing. So I'm glad they've tried twice. <laughs> After that second time, it's like, ah, what's, you know, it's that witch. What are you going to do? What better way to sell OxyClean than one <laughs> if Billy Mays came back from the dead? Yep. But yep. also was like, but wait, I got, uh, you know, let's let's go clean off Buck's tomb. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. With the leg-shaped stain. Uh, that's, he must have been a fan of a Christmas story to have a, the leg-shaped stain on his grave. Yeah, yeah, it, it's uh, Clinton had a similar stain problem as well that uh, <laughs> wouldn't go away. Maybe it wasn't a witch. Maybe it was an intern, and uh, yeah. it wasn't so much that he she was uh, on fire as they were going after. What what did this guy do? Did it? He's a colonel, or what did it say? He he was a colonel and uh, sentenced uh, a woman to death for, for witchcraft. So colonels leg, could do that, I guess. I Seems mean, like. Probably the guy heading the military is like, ah, you know what? That uh, that bitch over there. That yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and kill her. Well, I think back in the day, anybody anybody's a, a you know an executioner if you just say witch. I suppose yeah. There's no need to have a trial if you go back far enough. I would just like my headstone. Let's make it with a stain, so then 
we can come up with all kinds of urban legends after I'm gone. Just so you know, you gotta you gotta generate some press. Oh, I, I absolutely, I 100% agree. Yeah, just figuring out what the stain is, or maybe you know, make that part of a pilgrimage, like how people go to uh, Jim Morrison's grave mm -hmm. to get drunk or pour out liquor. You know, maybe you could do something similar where people go to your grave and leave yeah. a stain or two. Yeah, you can. Yeah, come flick your grunch. <laughs> <laughs> Go munch some grunch over at uh, Brent's resting place. Uh, Maryland. Uh, we're talking about Chessie the Chesapeake Bay Monster. I haven't read this, but it's, I'm guessing it's probably like Champ or the Loch Ness Monster, the like the Lake Champlain Monster. I was about to say this seems like dollar store Loch Ness Monster, <laughs> like the. For like the the cereal that's on the bottom where it's like uh, cinnamon hard bread uh, munchies. Yeah, you're like, rounds. you just can't say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that. Yeah. Chessie sightings have been around since the, the 30s, but uh, apparently started to pick up steam in the 80s when photographic evidence became more readily available. Chessie is said to be a resemble a snake measure around 30 feet long and is the approximate thickness of a telephone pole uh there haven't uh, been any recorded attacks from chessie but a 30 foot long snake does not sound like something most people would want to run into and i agree sure sure i like the thickness expert that was able to get a grip on it and is like uh telephone pole yeah it's, it's 30 feet that's uh, mike i would be terrified i hate snakes i don't know how you feel robert but Big a big snake that's enough for me to never go to Maryland. Yeah, I I don't mind small snakes, but those the like anacondas. I I wasn't scared by a lot of movies growing up. I watched horror movies. Sounds like you might have too with the collection and stuff. Yeah. But anaconda was the one that really got me. Where yeah, just gigantic fucking snakes. If you're in the jungle or something in a tree, there's something very sinister about not having limbs. That would mm -hmm. like slow you down or break. It's just like built to kill. Yeah, it's it's a mouth with a, a just a, a constrictor at the end of it. I and I would <laughs> I watched uh, uh, Anaconda a lot. That was like one of those HBO movies that just ran all the time, and we got it. We got HBO for free, so of course we didn't say anything to comment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was one of those that ran all the time. So I've seen Anaconda a bunch and I watched it recently in the past couple of years and uh, still pretty good despite like the CGI stuff back then, you know, you still get an ice cube uh hitting the snake with a with an axe and he's like, "That's right, bitch." I was about to say that was a good cast. JLo was in that, right? The first one, I think. John Lo uh before he went hard right. Yeah, Owen Wilson was in it for like mm -hmm. not a not a long time, but yeah, John Voight. Yeah, uh, yeah. Didn't they blow up the dam and all these snakes are everywhere? And uh, oh God. yeah, yeah. I used to my we didn't have HBO growing up, but my my dad's dad did. My my grandpa, and what I would do is that there was a TV downstairs, and everybody went to bed around ten or eleven, and I would wait until I was pretty sure that everybody was asleep. And then I would uh, go out of my room and then I would go to that basement TV and every once in a while they'd have like real sex or some. Oh, yeah. He, he had HBO and then he also had Cinemax. 
And really late at like 1130, midnight, 1 a.m., there'd be like some sort of like soft core thing. So I'd just be like sitting on the chair, like smacking myself in the face to stay awake so I could see like a naked boob for like 30 <laughs> yeah. seconds as people are clearly not having intercourse, but mimicking intercourse. Yeah. Or yeah, d uh, if it's real sex, like dumping a gallon of milk on themselves in the mountains. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just like the, the group sex thing where there's like one moderately attractive couple and the rest are all <laughs> gross. And you're like, well, why are you focusing on everybody else? Come yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just your, your kid in the basement touching your grunge. <laughs> exactly. It's Saying, very... get the camera off all these snakes and focus on the, <laughs> the lady over there. That's right, bitch. <laughs> but my brother and I rewound that part so many times because it's just so funny to call a snake a, a bitch <laughs> that's an alpha move right there you're yeah. calling a snake a bitch that takes balls uh, that takes Ma grunge yeah, yeah takes grunge the snake has literally got your friend inside of it and you're like bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh massachusetts the spirits of the uh ooh, uh who's uh, who tunnel i think is how you say that ooh. um in the 24-year-long construction of the Hoosack Tunnel in western Massachusetts, approximately 200 men died over 24 years. Jeez. Uh, death was so associated with the tunnel that it was actually nicknamed the Bloody Pit uh, <sighs> after a particularly gruesome explosion in either uh, 1867 or 1868, 13 miners were trapped inside the tunnel. The other workers assumed that the miners had died, but eventually it was discovered the miners had lived, but a raft uh, built a raft to combat flooding and eventually died due to poisonous gas inhalation. It said that the 13 miners haunted uh, haunt the tunnel for years, uh, moaning and briefly, briefly appearing as ghosts. That's a, a true ghost story right there. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, it's 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 kind of funny, but also sad when mm -hmm. you're like, they didn't really die. Oh, good. I mean, they did die just a little bit later and probably more painfully. You're like, oh, oh, that's a shame. Good news. They they weren't crushed by the weight of the tunnel. They starved to death. Yeah, it's a real emotional red light, green light story. Like, oh, they were believed dead. Oh, but they weren't. Oh, yeah. But yeah. then they did die. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there was flooding and. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a, there's a movie called uh, My Bloody Valentine, who, that's a similar story of, there was a collapse, and then one survived type thing, but uh, yeah, that's yeah. a story, and then you could, I'm sure you could still hear the whales down there. Man, that was a, like, even now, too, I think unions are starting to come back a little bit, but back then, it was, you know, hey, could we please get some safeguards? I don't want to. Look, I'm not trying to start a union or anything, but we've had like 40 guys die this year, and I really <laughs> like some of them. And I mean, helmets maybe? Can we get yeah. some helmets? Or I don't know, work less than 100 hours a week. Is there any way? <laughs> I don't want to rock the boat or anything, boss. I'm just saying, you know, it doesn't look good to have everybody die. So maybe, ah, could we get a, 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 could we get a lunch for longer than 10 minutes? <laughs> just, you know, some middle ground here would be nice. Sounds woke to me. <laughs> you liberal cuck, get back in there. What's a cuck? Yeah. All the canaries are dead. Get down there. <laughs>
let's go to Michigan. I've a state I've spent a lot of time in. The little girl on the knock knock road. Uh, that's Ooh. a perfect name for it. Oh, don't go down knock knock road. Uh, <laughs> that just sounds like where all the shitty open micers live. <laughs> knock knock road. Yeah. <laughs> all that's the a, Joe Rogan wannabes. It's at the corner of Knock Knock Road and Who's There Boulevard. <laughs> the legend. Takes alley. <laughs> uh, the legend of Knock Knock Road says that there was a little girl who was murdered on Knock Knock Road in the Detroit area. And now she appears <clears throat> to drivers as they uh, at their car window knocking, trying to find the person who killed her. So ah. you're at a stoplight, you get a knock. Could be any number of things in Detroit. That's true. That could, I mean, in Detroit, well, it's probably better now, but yeah, you go back maybe 10, 15 years. That's probably the best you could hope for with an eerie knock, knock as a, the as ghost, a ghost of a girl. Yeah. 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 I feel like that, that, that could be a story that happened anywhere was not necessarily knock, knock road, but, Oh, I got hit. And now I'm trying to find my killer. And I, if I know you're looking for the killer, I'm not going to open the door. Yeah, absolutely not. <clears throat> I'll, I like the idea of an eerie ghost, but instead of tormenting you, it just does horribly corny knock-knock jokes. <laughs> like you just mind your business, and then it's like, knock-knock. And you're like, ah, who, who's there? Banana. Oh, no. Okay. All right. Can you? Is this it? Can you just hop? Banana. I don't. I could just orange. Yeah, this is it, it, glad I didn't say orange. You glad I didn't say <laughs> banana. You're like, okay. Could you? Are, you're done now. Knock, Please. knock. Ah, fuck. <laughs> Take me with you. I'm done. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Interrupting cow. No, I've heard yeah. this. <laughs> I've heard this moo. Okay, <laughs> are you done? Please. Come uh, on. Well, let, let's go to Minnesota. You're from Minnesota. Do you know anything I am. about the, the Kin, Kensington Runestone? The Kensington Runestone? No, yeah. I have no idea what that is. Well, let me educate you about something I'm also learning about right now. Sounds good. Uh, in 1898, a Swedish-American farmer found a gigantic slab of rock on his farm that, sim that had uh, symbols on it that appeared to be Norse. And since then, no one has figured out where it came from. While official historians have debunked that the Vikings made an appearance in North America before Columbus did, the myth has uh, persisted. And if it wasn't the Vikings, who did leave the mysterious rock? Wow, that's uh, that is lame. That is incredibly <laughs> lame. That's just a, a rock that Vikings might have carved some shit in. That's yeah. Man, that I'm really disappointed. You got some states with goat people that mm -hmm. uh, bridges, haunt. We have a rock that is. I feel like there are probably leg. better ones, and it's. I don't know why you would choose this one. Ah, there have to be better ones, right? There, there, there isn't some sort of, uh, you know, like a a lutefisk fish or something that like came alive and gobbled up babies or. I mean, horrible shit has happened in Minnesota. A yeah. rock? This this really upsets me. I would have I would have thought that we'd have something better going on. Or maybe that's just like the passive aggressiveness of, or like the Minnesota nice. Like, no, it's 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 a rock. It's but there <laughs> could be. We don't know what's on that rock. It could be a, a recipe for boiling fetuses. Like we don't <laughs> we don't, we don't yeah, know. 
don't don't figure out the language and read it. The start the sky is going to start turning colors. Yeah. I know how this ends. It's actually just like a tater tot hot dish recipe. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the, the cuisine up there in Minnesota is like. So, uh, if that were Indiana, it would just be directions to a giant tenderloin. <laughs> yeah, just uh, the amount of mayonnaise to add to any particular <laughs> sandwich or dish is uh, what it translates a... to butter sculpture. Yeah. <laughs> Fried crocodile once a year at the fair. <laughs> uh, I've not had that, but I I, I might try that. Fried it's crocodile. It's not bad. It's not bad. Uh, well, let's go to Minis uh, Mississippi. Yeah, uh, let's dear... get out of Minnesota. <laughs> this was lame. Yeah, uh, that's the first time anybody's left Minnesota to go to Mississippi. <laughs> and Minnesota, very literate state, though. And so even our urban legend you have to read. There's still... <laughs> oh, God, no. No, no, not the reading. The Swedish guy. It's the reading. <laughs> uh, Mississippi, Deer Island's haunted treasure. Uh, the ghost of Deer Island originates from an old pirate story. Finally, some, some this pirates. This is an urban legend. <laughs> Uh, the story says how do that, you have an urban legend with Vikings and all they do is carve some shit? Yeah, that's they, it. No raping, no, no pillaging, no ghost ship of the land yeah. of ten thousand lakes. There's oh man, how just the lack of creativity. I'm sorry that I keep interrupting <laughs> to point out how fucking stupid that urban legend is for our state, but I, they just when you think that you. You know, the sports teams let us down. You, you let down by so much in Minnesota. You would think that there could be a decent urban legend. Well, we're all listening for our own state, and you're like, oh, I guess please be a good one. Please. Be. And then you just like, oh, Rosetta Stone. Met yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just converts English to Swedish. <laughs> uh, the ghost of Deer Island originates from an old pirate story. The story says back in the 1920s, two men were fishing on Deer Island uh, when they heard rustling in the bushes, a noise they assumed was caused by wild hogs. And eventually they decided to check it out. Bad. That's not a good decision. I've seen enough horror mo movies to know. Don't go listening to things. Uh, Although and it, it would be funny if the wild hogs were just Tim Allen and John Travolta on <laughs> motorcycles. Arr, 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 arr. <laughs> arr, 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 arr. Oh, listen to that. Listen to that wrestling over there. It's <laughs> yeah, an overrated he... comedy. <laughs> uh, well, here's uh, instead of Tim Allen, they they came uh, face to face, so to speak, uh, with a headless skeleton. Ooh, all right. They ran back to their boat, and the skeleton followed them all the way there. Uh, according to the pirate story, there was a ship that sailed uh, into Biloxi Bay and buried their treasure on Deer Island. The crew decided uh, to behead one of their own and left his body behind to guard the treasure. I like that story. Yeah, I mean, I, I question the killing a guy to protect the tre i feel like a living guy would be more effective to protecting yeah. treasure than a dead one but, but how, how much yeah. can you trust this guy he's just gonna start digging it up as soon as you go back good point he's Very a pirate good point. yep no yep. offense to pirates but you're not trustworthy people and you That's know who i'm talking about <laughs> 
<laughs> I would imagine it'd be pretty hard to be in a relationship with a pirate. What happened? What happened to that money we were saving? Arr, I uh, spent it. <laughs> like, God damn it! Hey, you knew I was a pirate going in. <laughs> I I I made a deposit at the first bank of the Woolly Swamp. <laughs> Is that my sister? I am a pirate. Okay. <laughs> well, that's all right. Uh not a lot of trust in the pirate game. That's got to be hard. Just you know, that's yeah. It's by definition your rape, pillage, mm -hmm. and plunder. You can't. Yeah, yeah. How can you trust one of your mates? It's got to be your first mate. That's got to be a hard hiring process too. Like, can I trust you? Yeah. Well, then I don't want you because we're <laughs> we're pirates. I don't know if you understand the. How about you? I'm gonna betray you the first chance I get. Perfect. You're hired. Yes, that's the kind of man I want stabbing me in the back. <laughs> Uh, Missouri. Let's talk about the Momo, uh, Momo the Missouri monster. That seems like a slur. I know you look at these Momos <laughs> out here. I think that I is like a, a slur. real Momo playing with his grunch over there. <laughs> Ur uh, I'm I'm looking up Momo Momo on Urban Dictionary. <laughs> uh, not when something about uh, South Korea. I don't think that's oh okay. Yeah, a uh, oh here's one, a moron or idiot, a goof. Oh, uh, I like that. I like that cuz you can actually use that without being canceled. Yeah. A mo yeah, look at this Momo over here. And ho yeah, hopefully like cuz if you were like Neil Patrick Harris, I don't want to watch anything with that Momo, you'd be like Jesus, that's not cool. But if you're like, uh, ah, Donald Trump Jr is a real fucking Momo, like, yeah, I agree. <laughs> uh and I uh, a noun, uh, yeah, unintelligent person, a Momo, that uh, dates back to the 1950s. I'm writing that down. I want to bring <clears throat> Momo back. Unintelligent <laughs> person. That's great. Well, here's the Missouri unintelligent person. Uh, Momo is Missouri's version of Bigfoot. Uh, I like that. He's been said <laughs> to... I love I love a good Bigfoot story. Yep, yep. He said to he's been said to have terrible body odor, a uh, pumpkin-shaped head, and an appetite for dogs. Well, that was two out of three that him and I had in common. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think I have pretty good body odor. Uh, <laughs> they didn't clarify if they were hot dogs or not. So that's still Yeah. Um, 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 um. Um, 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 um. Who invited uh, that Momo over here? <laughs> uh, in 1968, Momo reportedly tried to abduct a four-year-old boy, though no evidence was ever found. <laughs> so people are just starting rumors about this Momo? Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I didn't lose him. Brilliant. It was the Momo. <laughs> It's, I mean, if the Momo really is a dipshit, I doubt he would be successful in luring the, <laughs> hey, you want to come with me, four-year-old boy, so I could uh, not kill you? No, yeah. I'm good, mister. Ah, damn it. And your dog. It's mostly about your dog, but <laughs> Wait, can you imagine that Amber Alert? Just uh, We're looking for this, sub this subject, and it's just blurry. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see anything. The subject was described as the Momo you all know. Oh, uh -huh. yeah, Momo. We know where Momo lives. Uncle like Rob. Maybe, <laughs> yeah, he, he abducted the boy, but then just hung out with him because he didn't know what to do after you abduct a four-year-old boy. He's just, ah, I got to raise him yeah. now? Like, oh, shit, yeah. like, school's expensive. 
Well, I just made chores for myself. <laughs> you you got yourself in it again, Momo. <laughs> I, I do like that uh, everywhere seems to have their own Bigfoot. And I like that they, they will name it so they, you know, mostly so they could probably put on a T-shirt. Oh, I yep. survived the moment. And you know what? I am the demographic that would buy those T-shirts. <laughs> the cryptid T-shirts. I love going anywhere where I went to Point Pleasant where the Mothman. Uh, and that's pro I'm probably giving a spoiler of, of West Virginia. But uh, I'm stopping anywhere where they think that there might have been a creature. Yeah, I mean, I... I think it's funny that their variation on Bigfoot is just that he's a fucking moron. That's <laughs> like, that's their, that's the unique spin they put on it. You know, like, well, okay, we have, it's, it's not a straight Loch Ness monster. Cause this uh, aquatic creature has pretty severe autism. Like, wait, what? Dude, that's just, that's, that's the spin. That's, oh yeah. yeah. He's. So you never found one, but you know it's on the spectrum. That makes no sense to me, sir. He, he destroys a boat, and then he can tell you exactly how many splinters are <laughs> on land after he's done destroying it. I, 8,794. Oh, damn, Loch Ness. Otzi? Uh, <laughs> well, I don't know what they call it. but I do love how, like, some of those monster hunting shows know exactly every – they know everything about it except for they where they live, like – yeah. <laughs> like we, we it's like me knowing uh stats about a celebrity but have never never met them before you know yeah yeah i mean how dumb is this momo really if you still can't catch it or find it like i think that says <laughs> a lot about the people of your town yeah yeah who's who's the real momo you know <laughs> <laughs> that's that's like the sad dejected momo hunter at the end of the movie uh after he's like <laughs> You know, killed a bunch of innocent people, turned his family against him, and then his assistants like, you know, maybe we've been the real Momos this whole time. <laughs> yeah, that's right, boss. <laughs> uh, Montana, the story of Sacrifice Cliff, comes from an old Native American legend. Two members of the Crow tribe arrived in their village from a trip to uh, to find that almost everyone there had been infected with smallpox and died. So heartbroken about the loss of uh, their loved ones, the two decided to blindfold their horses and ride off the cliff to join the tribe on the other side. Sacrifice Cliff is uh, visible for almost uh, anywhere in Billings. Uh, so you could go there and, and see Sacrifice Cliff. That's not, a that's not a fun urban legend at all. No, what they didn't say were the their names were Thelma and Louise. Those two <laughs> guys. That was definitely boy. That's really cruel to the horses, though. I mean, it's one thing for you guys to make that. You could probably run and jump, right? Why get the horses involved? They don't know what's going on. Yeah, I, I get. I mean, and when you feel the horse start to tip, you know that they're off the cliff. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you got to bring the horses into this? That seems unnecessarily cruel. Every other um, cowboy thing you've seen, they they take the saddle off and smack them on the ass and they run away. Yes, let the let the horse go. That doesn't. So it was smallpox. Smallpox and everyone died. God, then, you know, obviously all of these are bullshit. So you don't want to be logical too. But you're like, well, then how do you know it was smallpox if no <laughs> one, if the only two that survived rode horses off the cliff? 
Yeah, I, you know, yeah. Maybe maybe it was COVID. Like you don't know what uh, COVID one or <laughs> Ebola. Like the the specificity of the smallpox, I think, is interesting. Yeah, it was uh, is this eighth strain of smallpox. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was um, like early syphilis or something. Maybe it was an STD. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, I I people have been known to ride off a cliff due to the syphilis. Off a cliff with the Sif. Uh, <laughs> that'd be a shirt. That's a shirt you could get. I would. I'll. I'll buy a shirt from all these states, especially uh, Nebraska. The Poison Girl at uh, Centennial Hall. That just uh, sounds like a woman that believes in having rights in uh, <laughs> Nebraska. Ah, uh, Poison Girl, nasty woman, Poison Girl. Which, which, uh, when insider. Uh, when Insider chose the most haunted place in each state, Centennial Hall was a no-brainer. Uh, people uh, claim that there are multiple ghosts roaming the halls, but the creepiest story of Centennial Hall originates in the 1940s when it used to be a high school. The story says that a student was playing her clarinet, suffered a heart attack, and died because uh, the, her reed was poisoned. Uh-oh, a poisoned clarinet. Hey, it's still better than a rock with Swedish carvings in it. <laughs> now people claim to uh, feel cold spots, hear disembodied music, and to have witnessed an empty rocking chair start to rock. I just, I just like that somebody took the time to poison a clarinet. Mm. Yeah, it was like a Mean Girls type thing. It was probably another girl in her class. That was sick of all the attention this bitch was getting with her clarinet. Yeah, back in the day, that was, if you're going to play one instrument, it was the clarinet. Oh, man, that was your ticket to ticket to stardom back then in the 40s. I just, that was I, like what high school football players are now. Girl clarinet <laughs> players were in the 1940s. They could have their pick of the dudes. Teachers did their homework for them. Do you think that it was like in uh, Princess Bride where they took two clarinets and, and <laughs> moved them around to see who had the poison one. Yep. Yeah. That's I, I would imagine. Yeah. A short little uh, loudmouth ball girl was uh, very <laughs> cocky and wound up choosing wrong. Inconceivable. I, I, I just love the thought of a, a poison clarinet. That's like a, just, can you imagine like uh, watching the lost boys and the guy, playing saxophone with a shirt off, does a solo, and then keels over at the end? Well, it, it's funny because it combined, like, poison is a very ancient way of assassinating somebody, Roman Empire, all this deceit, you know, these clever, crafty, but then the clarinet is also, like, a very modern-day, like, who gives a shit, <laughs> like, yeah, you know, so to, to the combination of those two things is really uh, entertaining. That it's got... Yeah, it's got to be a, a woodwind that you got it because you got to have the the poison on the lips, right? You can't just be uh, poisoning the chin rest of a violin. Well, that's what's funny too is like maybe this girl had survived several uh, several other uh, near poisoning attempts, almost like a Mr. Magoo type. Yeah, where this Rasputin girl's like, ah, type. damn it! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the 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 assassin's like this wily coyote kind of girl that's like trying to poison her drink or all this other stuff and it's just like ah, she's not never none of the things i'm poisoning and then like well <laughs> oh, 
try that fucking clarinet. And then, holy shit, that was, that was the one that did it. That was it. That was the one mm-hmm. that took her out. Uh, okay. Ne- Nevada. This and is then, hold on. What was the, so a, a rocking chair moved or what was the evidence that this girl's still around? It'll known that the, the rocking chair will start to rock. I'm assuming with nobody in there. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even hear clarinet music playing. It's just a rocking chair rocking. <laughs> that's that. I mean, that to me, that sounds like a little girl that's still pretty content. Like she does. She doesn't hold a grudge. That girl like, well, maybe I was maybe I was a bitch and I deserve <laughs> to be poisoned. So I'm just going to take it easy for eternity and rock in this chair. I'm not going to fuck with anybody. Mm-hmm. It it does say that there was embodied a disembodied music. So maybe you get the those two mixed together. Sure, sure. And I, I respect a ghost that is around but doesn't fuck with people. Yeah, just I'm hanging out. Don't mind me. Just mm-hmm. rocking. Mm-hmm. I do I do instead of a clarinet, I wish it was like a recorder, like everybody's first instrument. Oh yeah, yeah. And it would you just hear like the worst rendition of Mary Had a Little Lamb? Just uh oh. Uh-oh. That would drive you off a cliff. And the, and the ghost was like, no, wait, hold on. I got, I got it. Hold on. Do, 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 do. Like, no, I got it. I, I promise. I practiced. I like the idea of a ghost that, like, w- would try to fuck with people, but all they can manage to do is play Baker Street by Jerry Rafferty, like, once a week, and everybody <laughs> just loves it. And it's like, God damn it. They're like, is that yeah. big? Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> And then, like that—that's that, all the ghost can manage to do is make everybody really love life for three minutes. I'm addicted to the hits. <laughs> uh, let's let's jump to Nevada. This says the truth about Area 51. Nice. Uh, there is perhaps no urban legend, myth, or conspiracy. Uh, more famous than Nevada's Area 51, a mysterious government facility that is rumored to be associated with aliens. The U.S. Hey. government, <laughs> it was the Grunch. <laughs> You're a mean one, Mr. Mr. Grunch. Mr. Grunch. <laughs> the U.S. government officially states that uh, Area 51 is classified due to national security which only fuels the fire. Uh, the secrecy surrounding Area 51 is what makes it inherently creepy. And that's a, we all kind of want to know what's in there. And it might be, given the government, it could be like the craziest thing ever or the most boring thing ever. Yeah, I mean, it, it's almost like Area 51 for adults is like sex for kids, where the, there's no like sex education, like don't talk about it, don't think about it. Mm-hmm. But then everybody else is, you're like, well, what's what's there? And then for that very thing, like maybe sex could be the most mind blowing thing you've ever had in your life, or it could be just some some mundane kind of like, oh, all right, I, I guess that's something. <laughs> could be a lot you of know? paperwork. Could be a lot of paperwork. Yeah, I I do like we're talking about Nevada and like obviously Area 51. That's a a hot topic, but also we're missing out on Las Vegas. Like, yeah, you can't tell me like we should give a Las Vegas story to Minnesota. Oh, there's there there has to be some story about someone that lost all their money and then took their own life by jumping off a casino or, you know, whatever. And then they haunt the slot machines or they haunt the craps table or, you know, do something. 
Yeah, like they they were inside when uh, the whatever was imploded. Yeah, I mean, S- still hear the... the moans at the uh, at the Bubba Gump. <laughs> 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 Uh, you can still hear the demands by the hookers for their money from this guy before he... Uh, now, where's my watch? She took my watch. <laughs> the guy that's, yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe there was this hooker that stole from people, and then she got <laughs> brutally murdered, and now guys that just spend the night in Vegas wake up with all their shit gone. <laughs> it was oh, the ghost. It was the, it was the whole ghost of 55... <laughs> Uh, whole ghost is funny. Um, didn't the government basically admit that aliens were real over 20? Remember when like yeah. uh, COVID, they, they, everything was shut down, then they just kind of slid that out. They're like, oh, by the way, yeah, UFOs are a thing. But uh, let's let's also think about, Robert, that UFOs are just unidentified flying objects. And I think they've even changed UFO to another set of things to mean more alien. But yeah, they did. They did say something to that effect, but that's how, you know, stuff was messed up when they they were like, let's just say the alien thing so we could say we said it, but everybody's concerned about the other thousand things going on, you know? Yeah, I mean, I definitely feel like that was one of the benefits of the Trump presidency was the fact that, like, pretty much everybody at their job was unqualified and was one of those like, oh, hey, that'd be cool. You know, like the secrets <laughs> getting out left and right of like, hey, check this shit out. And all the professional government people are like, you can't tell people that. And then it's like, well, too late. I tweeted it. <laughs> yeah. You know that like someone on somebody's phone, he'll just show whoever's or hey, check this out. And it's just an alien body. Yeah, that's, that's Trump at Mar-a-Lago with his phone. <laughs> He's like, hey, you believe this shit? Like, oh, my God. Yeah, I was present. <laughs> I got I got these. Yeah, that's I want to go golf. Like- yeah. Uh okay, from Nevada we jump to uh New Hampshire, the Witch of Hampton. Uh Goody Cole. Another witch. Another witch. We got Eunice Cole, or uh, as people called her Goody. I, I do love like uh, in those old times, it's like Goody Cole, Goody Thompson. Um was the only woman in New Hampshire history to be tried for witchcraft multiple times. Her first charge was in uh 1656. And she was charged again in uh, 1671. So got a couple years in between the trials. Yeah. She's like the uh, Bill Cosby of uh, (laughs) witchcraft back then. They got a lot of accusations. I got out of burning on the technicality. (laughs) I testified testified in a hearing saying they wouldn't use it against me. And then they did. (laughs) So even though I did it, they broke the law. So I'm out with the wood and the burning and the. <laughs> hey, did you know I'm the first one to ever have a Bill Cosby impression? That you know oh, that? man, that is yeah. It was a lot better than mine, I must say. <laughs> you uh, you could definitely use that to some acclaim, I would think. Yeah, I, I just hope nothing bad happens. No, no, you're you're good. You're cool. good. I think um, he's still trying to get booked. I really do think he is. And you know people will go see him. So Oh, he'll sell out. And the, the second that someone actually gives him a stage, it's I mean, you can't tell me there aren't gonna be two thousand people that wanna hear what he has to say about everything. Prison Cosby. <laughs> so I shanked him. 
when when uh Goody Cole died, uh, uh, her body was recovered. The townspeople were rumored to have uh staked her through the heart to prevent her from haunting their town. Uh, people, I guess it didn't take because people continue to blame Goody Cole for misfortunes of uh, Hampton citizens for the past 300 years. For example, a boat full of Hampton residents overturned and everyone on board drowned, even though Ooh. they were they were swimming, uh, they were in swimming distance of the shore. People blamed uh, Goody Cole for the crash and uh, and for the cursing uh, of the passengers by having them forget how to swim. Uh, Cole, mean, she sounds like the Hillary Clinton of the 1600s. Like, it doesn't matter what she tries to do. It's, ah, this is your fault. Ah, mm -hmm. you did this. She must not have been married. I feel like that was the only thing that saved a lot of women from being labeled witches back then was having a husband because they listen to men. And having a husband that was like, nah, I'm, I'm with her. She's not, I mean, she's kind of a witch. <laughs> but not like, uh, not the kind of like curse. But if she was single, it's like, no, I'm not a witch. Like, that's what a witch would say. Yeah, that it's again, it's that that woman that would be approached, and if you try to bang her and she says no, now she's fat and ugly. She put a spell on my penis to make it all hard and want her. And then uh -huh. uh, you know, I, I I almost cheated on my wife because of this witch. We gotta get rid of her. <laughs> yeah, I I almost did this thing because of her, not my actions. She put these thoughts in my head and in my loins, and it's, <laughs> it's not my fault. I love my fat, ugly wife with no personality. I love her. It's just this <laughs> this smoking hot witch over here casting her spells on me. Goody coal is in my head and in my loins. Here's the thing. If they think she's doing all this... <laughs> If they think she's doing all this horrible shit, why are they still calling her Goody? Uh, well, just uh, uh, make amends because you you burnt this lady. Can you blame her for, you know, being burnt at the stake that she might be a little mad about it? But when when did they start calling her good? Or maybe it was sarcastic. Like, well, that's Goody. Mm-hmm. Because I also feel like if you oh, hey, that's Goody Cole. Yeah, she's the one that... Uh, Strangled all those girls last year with her with her witch powers, you know, Goody Cole. Uh, well, I I googled the, the term uh, Goody and uh, and Puritan. The term Goodman or Good Wife or Goody was a designation for the middle class. So uh, I would be uh, lower Goody uh, Brent Terhune. <laughs> okay, you <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, as in, like, you know your role. You're not starting shit. You're not trying to kill any rich people yeah. and eat them or, like, upset the balance of stuff. I guess you that know. makes sense because if you're, you know, you're rich, you're smart, you can afford an education, people teach you stuff, you know, that's your upper class, then your goody are your mid-range doofuses that aren't rocking the boat, and then your poor are, like, your untouchable, disgusting, why, I mean, we don't need to bother ourselves with making their lives better. We just need to push them off to the side. Hopefully they'll die and, you know, get out of here. Yeah, it's it's that uh, Miss, Miss, uh, Mrs. Ms. type thing of let's uh, determine your value right off the bat by your title. Yeah, like if if God truly favored them, he wouldn't have, you know— gave her a, a lazy eye and uh, <laughs> made her poor and you know 
if God wanted her to have a good life, he'd have made her pretty and given her a husband when she was 13 and that guy was 47. You know, that's how <laughs> God favors women at this time. But I just, I like to picture somebody being like, what's Goody Thompson doing on that jet ski? <laughs> <laughs> Must be stolen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all the the merchants are following Goody Thompson around their store, making sure she doesn't steal. <laughs> that seems a little too pricey for Goody Thompson. <laughs> uh, let's jump to New Jersey. You know what we're going to talk about, Robert? Uh, Atlantic City. Uh, I don't know, but I know we're going to talk about the Jersey Devil. I don't know if he lives Ooh. in Atlantic City. The story Jersey of the Devil is a good one. Yeah, well, it's it's a perfect name, Jersey Devil. Mm-hmm. That's uh, her hockey team. Yeah, Devils. I just yeah, that's that Seinfeld episode. Uh, yep. Did the story you, the, of go sorry, ahead. Sorry, Tampa Bay. Their baseball team used to be the Devil Rays, but then all the religious fucking mm-hmm. idiots that like, no, it's we can't have Devil in there. So we're we'll just we'll just make it Rays. We'll. It is weird how like the there's a what the Duke Blue Devils. It's how their devil is still in the culture, given who lives in this country. It's it's pretty impressive. Yeah, and the fact that you would think that if anything, they might be more religious in North Carolina than they would be in Florida. But yeah, you know, somebody's whatever. an Angels fan just because they're hyper religious. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I'll support the Tar Heels because, you know, Duke, it's it's a devil is their, is their mascot. And some people address that. And I don't think it's good that we make light of, you know, the dark one that's out there tempting <laughs> my husband. Because I don't know if you know this. Last week, the, the devil possessed my husband and he cheated on me three times. And I, I took him back because he's a, a good, decent man. But it's that devil. It's that devil that's really, you know, the one we have to watch out. Not my philandering cheating husband uh but it's, it's the devil possessing him it was uh goody thompson in the devil <laughs> poor goody god damn it goody thompson in the devil with the vagina <laughs> that's the answer to every clue game over there is goody thompson <laughs> uh the 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 jersey devil has been around since the 1700s the legend states that a woman named mother Leeds became pregnant with her 13th child, and she said, let this one uh, be the devil. Once the child was born, it drew (laughs) uh, hooves, wings, horns, and a tail. Uh, Now, now the monster has been spotted periodically throughout history uh, in the Pine Barrens region of New Jersey. State has embraced the legend uh, and named their hockey team after it, as we just discussed. So, I what guess do you like... uh, what do you want to name this child, honey? The devil. <laughs> I was thinking Jacob. Uh, Jacob is pretty good. My uncle's the devil. <laughs> All right, okay, that seems a little uh, extreme. He shall be the devil. All right, that's. <laughs> I got to name the last one. I guess <laughs> devil it is. Well, after twelve names, you're kind of out of names. Sure. Yeah. I mean, back then they probably only had eleven. Yeah, Robert, 11, Brent, and then you, you get you got to Brent. The next one's like ah, the devil. Who cares? It's just John, Mary, John, Mary, Paul. John. Yeah. yeah, Paul, George, Ringo, the devil. <laughs> <laughs> that great Eddie uh, Eddie Izzard joke about the Pope, John Paul, John Paul George. 
<laughs> that's fun. I I never yeah. heard that before. I think that's dressed to kill. Maybe yeah, that's a great low key. Uh, that Beals joke sneaks up on you. I have to check that out. Um, yeah, but, but yeah, the, Jersey Devil. Yeah, just the thirteenth shot. How can you just say this one's the devil? Was it because the 13 is like the unlucky number two? Does that play some role in it? I'm sure that child. has. Yeah. There's probably uh, some uh, connotation there, whatever. Yeah. So it grew hooves and wings and and a tail. Like, oh, he's he's you can tell he's 37 months. Look at those hooves. Yeah, there's actually there's actually there was there were pro-life billboards up there at the time where it said I could grow hooves at one week. Uh, so don't, don't don't abort the devil baby he's already he's growing a tail right now it's, it's, you, i started growing my tail at uh at four days choose life the devil's mom did he, like if you showed a a super uh pro-lifer like half they paused halfway through rosemary's baby and you said oh, what do you want to do yeah. here that's funny. That's really you should write that down or do some. That's really good. I'm writing yeah. it down. The the pro lifers dilemma halfway through Rosemary. Well, what would you do? <laughs> well, uh, does it have boobs? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's got fingernails according to the billboard, so hooves are probably not that far away. It's got talons. <laughs> Uh, let's go to to New Mexico. Uh, La Ma Mala Ora, uh, La Mala Ora, which translates to the evil hour, is an entity that you don't want to run into in a dark road. I can imagine that. Uh, legend says sure. that at first it appears as a ball of black energy, constantly moving and changing its size and shape. If you look into it, it will drive you insane and will slowly kill you. At other times, it appears as a scary-looking woman. It is said that if you see her at a crossroads, you or someone in your family will die. Yeah, this one seems like just one step above Minnesota's. This one really, <laughs> it seems like it's really stretching. It, I mean, okay, you might die, which that's nice. The Minnesota one is just like a rock. Like, it doesn't even kill you. So, I mean, if, if there's a chance of death, that's something for it, but I. This one seems pretty lazy. For yeah, it's, uh, it's a ball of energy or a woman. Yeah, <laughs> it, it seems like whoever was assigned the urban legend for that. Where where are we? New Mexico. Yeah, New Mexico. You can't tell me there's there's got to be some better New Mexican uh, urban. Where's legend the chupacabra that, from? Yeah, that's got to be New Mexico, right? Or so, in that area, just take it. Right? Yeah. Who's going to dispute? Who's got chupacabra custody? Let's wait. I don't. I don't. Have we done? We haven't done Texas yet, so maybe that's where it lives. I don't know. That uh, could be. In New York, we have a cropsy. I've heard of a cropsy. Uh, the story has uh, many iterations, but generally tells the story of a man who stalked a, a sleepaway camp slash psychiatric facility slash children's hospital. Any one of those. And nice. uh, okay. had a hook for a hand, killed children who were wandering alone at night. Every single person who went to camp in upstate New York has heard about Cropsy. I like this one. This one's good. Hook for a hand, mental institution. That's all the hall horror staples. Uh, New York, very pro-choice state, killing kids. That fits. That's uh, 
on brand for them. I like it. Yeah, I like Cropsy. it a lot. Yeah, I, although I, I question the policies of having kids at an institution and then just, all right, at four o'clock, you guys will open up the doors, you will wander freely, <laughs> uh, and then whoever isn't killed by Cropsy, 5.30 is uh, dinner. So be back uh <laughs> Back in at 5.30, 4 o'clock. Best of luck out there. Uh, we have a Cropsy sighting. so It's a 12-hour shift. You got to have a break sometime. Let them run a little bit, you know? Exactly. Yep. Yep. They get an hour of yard time. <laughs> like it's prison. Yeah. <laughs> get shanked by a crop. It's Cropsy? Yeah. C-R-O-P-S-E-Y. Cropsy. But he's he's got a hook for a hand, right? Like, what's I guess I question the where the name comes. Like, did he start? Did he practice his hook on crops first to get good at it? Like, just he's hooking at corn and another. I like I like the cropsy origin story because I feel like that would explain the name. Yeah, and it's it's uh, you know sounds like half of uh, hand, uh Candyman, and I will say Handyman for the rest of the show as not to summon him. <laughs> Or maybe he was a handyman or a handy boy that, you know, was a kid. At I mean, I feel like you're going back. Just make it, just finish the story. He started out a kid there and mm -hmm. other kids bullied him, cut off his hand. He got a hook. They pushed him off the roof. He, he, the, the, he, he died and he came back and he haunts the kids at the institution. There's your story. He was a not so handy man. <laughs> Maybe that's why they killed him because they're like, "Hey, can you fix this radiator?" He's like, "What the fuck? Do I, I'm I'm six. And like, all right, kill this useless kid. <laughs> I cut my hand off with a circular saw. <laughs> In my uh, defense, I had no business helping construct this building as a seven year old. <laughs> uh, structurally, I don't think it's sound at all because I'm seven. Yeah. Again, labor laws. Could we do something to? Nope. All right. Well, I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> Uh, at this point, Robert, I, I I look to see how many we have. We have a little bit left. Do you want to – I I'm not going to ask you back for the third round, or do you want to just plow through these? Let's let's plow through. I mean, we could maybe pause for station identification, or if, <laughs> if, if this is uh, sponsored by BetterHelp or something, we can do that now. But, no, I'm, I'm going to finish this off. This is the okay. home stretch. Uh, North Carolina, the beast of uh, – I think it's a Bladenboro or Bladenboro. I'm sure it's Bladen. Bladenboro is over in the UK. Sounds like something that would be over there. Mm -hmm. uh, in the 1950s, multiple dogs were found dead and drained of blood. Ooh, a little chupacabra over here. Okay, all right. And, and North Carolina town of uh, Bladenboro, people believed that there was a vampire beast in the woods and they tried to hunt the animal. Today, the town uh, has embraced its history and residents actually hold a beast fest every year. In which I'm sure I will buy a T-shirt. Beast Fest sounds like a great time. Yeah, like that could be any number of things. Yeah, I'm. Uh, there's there's jean shorts. There's barbecue. Uh, there's got to be some least... form of combat sports at Beast Fest. Oh, absolutely. If anything, you might have to fight an animal at Beast Fest. That's <laughs> well, like they... they 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 bring out the wild boar, and then you got to like wrestle that for a sandwich. <laughs> Well, they they tend to think that the uh, beast was a large bobcat, which is not fun okay. at all. Okay, no, I mean I don't think the 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 
magic and wonder of the beast is not identifying what animal it is. Then it's just bobcat fest. Then it's, yeah. you know, you can't, you got to keep it as this undefinable beast. Cause that's the allure is the mystery of like, what, what is that creature? And then, you know, it's probably some fucking dork who's like, no, nah, it's, it's a, it's a black bear. Like, uh, these off. claws right here is black yeah. bear. No, shut up. It's a radioactive it's a... bobcat. Yep. <laughs> it's some sort of uh, intergalactic raccoon. Like, no, what? <laughs> I, I seen him in my trash. <laughs> well, unfortunately, Robert and I have come to the end of this podcast episode, and I'm sure you've no doubt noticed that we're not at the end of this urban legends from every state list. So that means, yes, I know what you're thinking. Part three of urban legends from every state next week it's going to be you me and robert uh be sure to follow robert on all the social media stuff that's robert barrill b-a-r-i-l follow my stuff as well all my links are at brentcomedy.com thanks again for listening see you next week on the field trip